Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome in to Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my co-host in the Capitol with a wonky clavicle, Mozzie. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's fine. It's, I swear. <laughs> oh man, I I wanted to to tease it as if I was gonna say the same thing, and then you gave you gave me that like I, you talked about your shoulder the lot in the in the review, and I'm right. like, wait, clavicle essentially rhymes with capital. And it's still that, the hey, sound. There we go. So it's got the same phonetic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, there we go. I don't know if it's exactly a clavicle, but like same. <laughs> Had us in the first half. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but so we are here to preview uh, the Thursday night game of uh, Giants and Washington, which will be taking place here in the capital. Yes. So see, the segues make sense. You just yeah. Know. It was it was right. a setup. You know the the right. review that <laughs> intro was the setup. For this intro, which is the game City, so... Yeah, Game you know. City. <laughs> which, unfortunately, the intro might be more entertaining than the game actually ends up being, <laughs> because I'm not... I'm expecting this to be close and gross, baby. Yeah. Close this, and gross in the capital. Mm-hmm. This is a very typical close and gross game. I'm going to look up the <laughs> spread real quick. But before I look at it, uh, what, w- what would you peg it at here? If I was doing a spread or an over-under or uh, a total? Yeah, over-under, like, spread, all that. What, what would you, I, would, I would guess like 38 and a half with Washington favored by like three and a half. Knowing the sites, I would guess 41 over-under with uh, Washington as a three point three and a half point spread. Gotcha. Okay, so we're right on that like three and a half range. You're at three. A couple places, I'm okay. at three and a half. Um, the over-under, I'm seeing at 41 right now. Hey! Yeah, it opened I, at forty-three. Yeah, it opened at forty-three and got bet down to forty-one. Uh, some places have it at forty and a half. I thought it'd be. I, I give uh, a little too much credence to that low total, but yeah, you nailed that one. Yeah, it's gonna be low and gross and slow. Gonna gonna put this one in the slow cooker and let it go. So we both have Washington right now, um, as many of you I presume know. No Fitzmagic mm. here, so we'll be getting Taylor Heineke. That's right, starting for Washington. And, um, yeah, this one's kind of gross. Uh, so the Giants, <laughs> um, they're going to be missing Ingram, I assume. Um, they'll have Barkley and Galladay and all them, but I'm not expecting a big workload for Saquon. Um, in week one, he got about 50% of the snaps, and I think that's probably around his cap here. Honestly, I'm not going to be surprised if we see a good amount of Devontae Booker, actually, and I think he could maybe make sense as a desperation uh ppr stream say you lost raheem moster and like you drafted dobbins and you're just screwed right i think Devonte could make sense if you're super desperate and whiff on the waivers um he I, I, they'll have to figure out some way to slow down this pasture that's that's gonna be the story of this game right the the washington right. front against the giants line and how much do they just wreak havoc and how can the Giants find ways to buy time and get the ball out of Daniel Jones' hands quickly enough? So 
I think Devontae Booker could be part of that. Obviously, Saquon can receive, you know, catch the ball too, and that'll be part of it as well. But he's not going to play a ton quite yet. Yeah, it's a short week. So mm-hmm. Saquon not getting all the snaps three days ago, it would be very surprising to me if he got a significant, like a significantly larger workload than he already got. Yeah. So maybe he gets sixty percent of the snaps this week. I'm not expecting him to be like, oh, we were just waiting the extra three days to unleash him fully. I think this is another kind of split and the following long week because now they get a long extra week after Mm -hmm. doing Thursday, that's when you'll start to see Saquon get more integrated. So I do like that take of maybe we see a little bit of Booker. Um, I think uh, Washington's defense is a little, a little starved right now because they really didn't get to, uh, you know, sack Herbert as much as they would have liked. Yeah. um, Because the Chargers O-line is much better this year. Yeah. That's like a, that's, I don't know if say elite yet, but a really good unit. So it's definitely, it is top 10 for me. O-line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giants, not quite top 10 O-line. Not quite top 20 O-line. Yeah. Um, T- Sl- not Slater horrible. was so good, by the way. I just, sorry to interrupt. I just, Slater was no, so good. No, Slater was I want to take Slater. a minute to talk about how good Slater I was. I forgot to mention <laughs> him Yeah, we forgot review. to mention him in the review. He was so I good. I put in my notes, <laughs> Slater is huge and good. He is huge and good. I wrote yeah. that down. But anyway, so back <laughs> to this game. <laughs> Uh, Andrew Thomas, not so good, not as good <laughs> not as, as John Slater, unfortunately. I think the Washington defense on a short week is just going to be flying after Daniel Jones. Yeah, it's, you know what, I feel, ba- I feel bad for Dimes here. Um, <laughs> I mean, I it's feel a bad- tough start. Denver yeah. and then Washington, those are two great defenses. Uh-huh, and he put up an okay fantasy line against Denver, too. I don't know how well it's going against Washington with how intense their pass rush is. Um, but okay, so Sterling Shepard I think makes sense again here as the yes, slot receiver. Um, Slayton, so Slayton is mostly a deep shot guy, not always, but probably will get him some yakage. But I, I want to see how he and Kenny Galladay riff in their second game. If uh, if they give Kenny Galladay some like short enough routes where Dimes can just let him go get it, which is what Kenny does, maybe they can get it going more. But like Ru- Rudolph might make sense. I'll say that honestly, they may just have the tight ends block a lot of this game, though. That's why I'm not going to get too excited about the tight ends because they may need them as extra blockers. Yeah, I mean that's definitely possible, right? Like you know, keep Cade Smith and or Kyle Rudolph to help block. It's going to be necessary at certain points in the game. Yeah, you know, I feel like they're going to want to chip Chase Young as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so it, I know it is a short week, but if I am sort of trying to compare offenses here, I think you your Sterling Shepard is more of your Keenan Allen, and your Kenny Galladay is maybe more of your Mike Williams. Yeah, I can see that uh, for sure. And Mike Williams kind of got peppered last week. He yeah. had a lot of targets, if yeah. I recall correctly, like twelve or something. And then I, I yeah. guess I guess Slayton's your Guyton, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can track. And so. I, I am also really curious if they give Tony more than, like, five fucking snaps. I know he missed a lot of the offseason, but this seems like the time when you have an aggressive defense like Washington, who's going to be rushing you pretty intensely, to get Tony some screens, some end around something. So I'm not I'm not saying it's like a huge day, but it would I think it would behoove them to involve him more this game. 
I think that's a good take. And part of that is because Washington is very stout and they're going to rely a lot on sort of one-on-one matchups with their secondary to just kind of be better mm-hmm. than the offense, which I think a lot of the times will work. But when if you get somebody like Tony in there who can make one guy miss, that's all it's going to take. Yeah. So because um, Galladay's not a yak guy, but he's a he's a possession yardage guy. So he you know he goes up and gets it and gets the thirty yard completion, but he goes down right where he catches it. Yeah. You're gonna want to get Tony out there in space and see what he. Can. Yeah, like I said, I I'm unsure what the Giants will do to help their line against this pass rush that's just going to just surely overmatch them, and so. Yeah. I, I'm not really excited about any Giants for fantasy at all even saquon i mean no i think i still want to wait on saquon as terrible as that is against i mean again, i know their run d is not the the strength but mm-hmm. they still have a good front right and i don't expect a full workload for saquon still yeah and it's not an easy team to do uh like passes to your running back with we saw that with the chargers last week yeah, they exactly. Were going more to like the tight end than throwing it to Eckler. Eckler had like no targets. Uh huh. But the thing they is, they are so linebacker heavy. Yeah, but I don't know if I trust the Giants to game plan game plan as well as the Chargers. <laughs> and so, like, I think they will try that some. I don't know how well it'll go for them, but I think they will try it. Yeah, no, and I I agree with that. <laughs> I don't want a whole lot of Giants. I think Shepard might be a really interesting cheap play just because he's probably really cheap but like that you'd have to be just a thursday kind of lineup yeah no so i I was gonna talk i was gonna get through showdown stuff as we go um so yeah in showdown it's tough i daniel jones still comes into play i think because of his one he's a quarterback and he quarterback at points and then two he can run still like if he escapes some pressure and breaks off a big run that, that could be a big chunk of fantasy points but looking through prices here um, so I was just like a DraftKings like Shepard is 8k Slayton 6.6 that's not bad if you go down like to tight ends Kyle Rudolph is only 3.2 that might be a way to go um, I'll look for Caden Smith in here he, he may get lost in the shuffle um, Caden Smith is oh Caden Smith's only 200 that could be if you want to just load Ooh. up on the studs and play him um, Kadarius Tony's 1800 that might be a little risky especially because uh, Deami Brown's only 1400 and that's a that's egregious, Ooh. I think. Um, it didn't pan out for him last week, but he, like I said, he played a ton. He got like most of the snaps. He's a clear number two wide receiver ahead of Humphreys uh, with Curtis Samuel out. He got four targets. Like uh, in, in our in our review, we talked about. Uh, you mentioned Heineke pretty much overthrew him most of the time. Almost every time. Yeah, but in uh, if you're getting a starting receiver for fourteen hundred in this showdown, that in my opinion is a screaming value and. I honestly think I'm, I'm putting him in our stream category here hey. for all the snaps he's going to get. He's also primarily going to be in the slot. I said, not always they'll move him around, but most of his work will be in the slot and that'll put him against Darnay Holmes, who is, I will, I will wager the worst corner for the giants. Um, they've got Bradbury and Adoree Jackson as well, but I, I think, I think Holmes will provide a much easier matchup. Diami's got uh, like three inches on him. I think he's Ooh. faster than two. So what was Diami's 40 time anyway? Fast. <laughs> <laughs> he was a 4-3, 4-4 guy. Yeah, so I'm seeing uh, 
Darnay Holmes is like a four five speed guy, but it, it's it's going to be a decent matchup for Diami in the slot. So, ooh, I'm excited for that. I do wish he had a little more time to gel with the offense because it was clear that they hadn't practiced a whole lot together um, because of a lot of moving pieces and people getting hurt and whatnot. But hey, man, as long as uh, Heineke's not throwing to him like he's you know Quintez Cephas and has a 50 inch vertical, <laughs> dude, he'll, he'll be fine. Watching him leap. Is very like, even when he doesn't get the ball, it's so fucking exciting, man. It's just like, holy shit, he is literally three feet off the ground in football gear after stopping. I'm like, what the fuck? How does that happen? So anyway, yes, Diami's uh, a bargain on DraftKings. I'll, I'll dig in, and he's he's only five point five on FanDuel, so a bargain there, I would say to you. But especially on DraftKings, the way it gets so low for everyone. Um, the rest of Washington, though, I mean, I don't think we need to tell you to play Terry McLaurin. Play, you play <laughs> Terry McLaurin. That catch, Blame. man, I still can't get over that. That was absurd. He only needs one, and he's really good. Yeah. And then uh, how, how do you feel about Antonio Gibson here? Oh, I love him. Okay, cool. <laughs> I think he, you know, he felt so bad after that fumble because he really did carry a lot of the offense last week. Yeah, he got uh, 25 opportunities, which opportunities, that's the rushes plus targets and he caught three of them so he got the ball a lot i think it was uh i one of my most surprising like takes that happened this offseason was when i was reviewing the o-lines and i kind of did an o-line ranking um i was very surprised at the washington i thought they were gonna have one of the worst o-lines and i was pretty happily surprised that they don't like their (laughs) o-line's not terrible when they played the chargers they uh they were run blocking really effectively and Mm -hmm. It looked good, and it was, I mean, he was getting five, six, sometimes nine yards of blocking ahead of him, uh, which was great to see. I think the Chargers defense way better, too, against the run than the Giants will. Oh, yeah. So I I really like Gibson. Um, You know he's going to want to redeem himself and just not fumble once, you know? Yeah, and, like, against, so, like, the Giants have one good linebacker in Martinez, and then... They lost Tomlinson up front, like we've talked about a, a fair amount already. So, right. not too terrible of a matchup for him there. So, I think he can definitely break it past them. And their receiving work is going to be there as well. I mean, I don't think they'll try to force it to JD because it's too much. You never know. But I, I, think, <laughs> I think they can maintain control of this game enough to keep Gibson an integral part of it. But I think, aside from him, I'm really excited about Logan Thomas here. Hey, there we go. So... Uh, I mean, I don't know where to even start here. Heineke loves him. We saw that last year, and it, it held true when Heineke came in in week one. And then we saw, we just saw Fant have a really good game against the Giants. And I think I think it's fair enough to compare those two in terms of style. Fant's definitely faster, but they're both due to that big move tight end. Well, we'll get some like slot lineup. And the slot is actually where I want to get to here, because... I talked about Diami in the slot. Logan Thomas also lines up in the slot a fair amount too. So he will yeah. also get Darnay Holmes, who is, um, I think he is 5'10". And Logan Thomas <laughs> is, I can I can take an exact look, but I know he's more than 5'10". I think he's a lot more than 5'10". I think he he's is, a lot more yeah, than 5'10". Yeah, he's 6'6". Six, six, so he's got a lot of inches on him. Yeah, that uh, he could be a point of emphasis, Darnay Holmes, for mm-hmm. the offense of, of the Washington football team yeah and so 
he he and if he doesn't line up in the slot, he's gonna get um you know any linebacker that, if he gets any linebacker that's not Martinez. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Giants have some pretty shitty linebackers as well. So yeah, yeah, it's, no, they have Martinez and nobody else. Uh huh. It's gonna be mismatch city for Logan Thomas is what I'm saying, and Heineke likes him, so I, I'm expecting a pretty good game from Logan Thomas here as well. Those are sort of my one-two guys. I like Gibson first, and then I like uh, Thomas as like my second favorite option, uh-huh. and then Deami Brown right there is probably my third favorite because yeah. he is a rookie. It's a short week, but uh, well, I have a lot of excitement for Deami. Yeah, where do you have like McLaurin within Gibson and Thomas? Um, uh, Mac- McLaurin to me is just an every week starter. I don't really take him out unless. I know for a fact he's going to have, like, Jalen Ramsey on him all game or something. Um, uh, Like, I'm not taking him out for anything, whereas I think maybe some people might be afraid of the other two, just in general, like, anxiety about not knowing if they're good or not. Mm. Uh, But, yeah, Terry, I'm expecting 70 in a score with, like, like, fairly consistently. Yeah, that's pretty fair. I was looking through pricing. He's like the fifth most expensive guy on both sites. McLaurin is. Uh, Logan Thomas is a bit down the list. He's below Shepard and Galladay on both sites. And so I think Thomas comes in at enough of a discount from McLaurin where it becomes like a pretty tough choice for uh, Daly. And then I want to talk about Heineke as well. Uh, in our in our preview, or sorry, in our review, we mentioned uh, the odds of him keeping the job once Fitzpatrick is back, uh, depending on how he plays. And if you are in a super flex league, especially a deep one, and you are struggling at quarterback and you have to spot start Heineke and play him for the next X weeks, I think you'll be okay. Like I I, I would, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not so. sure how many like big games he's going to get you, but I think you can safely be like, hey, I, th- I think I can get, you know, 15 a game, maybe up to 20-something a game from Heineke. And feel okay about it because there's enough talent around him there that and the defense isn't going to put him in shitty spots that he could you know produce decently as your second quarterback in a super flex league no i mean i think one of the things for this week might be heineke's legs i don't see the giants as being good at contain in any way like yeah. from what i've seen from their defense they have bad linebackers and like they run a three four so if those three are occupied like Heineke's got some wheels. He might be uh, yeah, taking he, some rushing yardage out there. Uh, you don't really expect it from someone who looks kind of like Billy from Stranger Things, but yeah, he can move. <laughs> Dude, he does look like Billy from Stranger Things. He kind of does, yeah. <laughs> that was like the first thing I noticed last year when he like came into that game against Tampa. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Are we in the upside down? He does. Oh, my goodness. If he, sh- <laughs> if he shaved all of his like hair... Yeah, like if we if he saw him like with just a mustache, like I want I'll see Heineke <laughs> in a mustache. Right, get that guy a mustache right now. <laughs> but yeah, I think this game we're generally expecting low, gross, close. Um, defense, of course, watching the defenses in play most weeks. What about the Giants' defense here? Any interest? I have some interest, but I don't love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just don't think Washington's ceiling as an offense is particularly great. Um, and I do like the corners there for the Giants, but I don't generally take the defense of the team that I think is going to lose, even if it's yeah. not always a bad play. It's just sort of a mental thing for me. I would much rather have Washington because I'm also picking. Yeah, any any kick. I wasn't really thinking about the kickers much. Do you have any kicker interest? 
or is it going to be too low scoring for you to really get on board? Uh, no, I think there will be some some kicker battles. Um, Dustin Hopkins is probably fine. Uh, I'm sure he's fine. Um, I, the Giants guy is uh, is it still Rosas? No, no he's he gone, right? is elsewhere. It's I think it's, it's Gano. Yeah, yeah, Graham Gano. He That's, might be fine too. Yeah, I don't know. That might be a Gano for me, dog. Yeah, I don't like to like this is an away game and the. Washington field stinks. Uh, sorry, least Hopkins um, is used to it. I said that's going to be a, a Gano from me, dog, and I, I <laughs> didn't get um, applause and you know exorbitant laughter, so I, I had to repeat it. <laughs> I tried to just scoot past. That <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. No, that that was good. It's going to be a Gano. Thanks, Randy. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I was like, I know he heard that and just moved on. I'm like, I gotta say that again. <laughs> oh, I love shit. it, but. Yeah, I I hope this stays close because I'm like I'm intrigued enough by this game that I will probably watch the whole thing, <laughs> and I ho- I hope it stays close enough for that, and I think it will. I yeah, I don't think it'll ever really get out of reach for either team, but I still think I'm gonna go with Washington. Yeah, is is there anyone else we need to mention? I think we covered anyone that could be possibly relevant. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Washington defense, probably the Washington kicker. <laughs> I like. I like Gibson and Logan Thomas. I'm kind of scared of the Giants, but they can still have like a decent outing. Like if their offensive line holds up, then Daniel Jones should have a good day. I, yeah. Like I'll say, like he should have a fine day. But there is that chance that Washington's defense, and it's a decent chance, just absolutely tears the O line. Yeah, there is, there is implosion possibility here. <laughs> Very much so. And, you know, I like Rivera better than... Yeah, see, if we're talking, like, coaching, too, I'm like... I thought uh, Washington's special teams were fine, were good last week, too. That was actually a point I thought Washington's special teams were better than the Chargers, which is not a stretch because the Chargers <laughs> notoriously have a bad special teams. That's, they're just cursed for that, honestly. <laughs> yeah, going with Washington, going with the home, especially Same. in a division matchup where they probably hate each other, going with the home. And especially against a Giants team that we've talked about picking it up later in the year as opposed to like a probably slow start so yeah look i i think i'm looking forward to this one but uh yeah it's, it's not gonna it's not gonna be you know a chiefs raven sunday night but you know it's football i'll take it right i'll take i'll take divisional thursday night football that's good enough divisional thursday yep so i was you know i was expecting like i don't know not more but a lot okay i think it was because last thursday's was so exciting there was a lot. To, there were a lot of pieces to talk about. Too, yeah, both teams have tons of offensive firepower. Uh huh. This one is just like this is like the opposite. Of last well, this game. is more akin to a normal Thursday yeah. night game. That's a little bit close and gross division uh-huh. game. <laughs> this is your typical Thursday night one. Yeah. Oh man. So, uh, but thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we will be back soon with the uh, rest of our week two preview in the meantime you can find us on twitter at mozzie and muscle and on tiktok at mozzie and muscle i put up a video reviewing my process for uh week one for my gpps on DraftKings. Uh, i'm going to be doing another one as well about my failed falcons lineups but i talked about the chiefs lineups and my thought process with those so hopefully those are valuable uh as the season goes on and then of course we're on twitter at oh no i said that one already we're at, we have a website yes website mozzie and the muscle.com all those, all for you. All things, 100 years, all of those. <laughs>